The world is shutting down, but God is just getting started. The world is shaking, but God stands steady. And when the wind and the storms spin up and die down, God remains. Good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community. Do not fear. Have faith regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what the world is going through, not just you, not just me, but our communities, our state, our countries, the entire world is shaken at this time. It can be scary at this time. You can have doubts at this time. And we're going to talk about you're not the only one who has these doubts. You're not the only one who have had doubts. Even people who saw Jesus, who lived the experiences, who took part in the miracle, how even some of them were shaken, how even some of them doubted all the way up until the end. So let's talk about that more this Monday as we get ready to start our week right. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community. And as always, representing the Christian American T-Shirt Company coming to you this day, this Monday, to remind you that to have faith, to give you inspiration, to have faith, to give you education, to have faith. Jesus so many times tells, tells the apostles, ye of little faith, the faith of a mustard seed can move mountains. If you have faith, you could tell a mountain to, to jump and it will jump with the world in chaos as it is, as with the with with the pandemic that's scaring so many people, it seems like every day more and more bad news comes out. Every day more and more lives are lost. Every day more and more tragedy is happening. And if it's normal, it is okay. It is common for people to become scared, for people to lose faith from time to time. If God isn't at the forefront of our minds, on the, at the tip of our lips, we can forget. We can forget what he teaches. We can forget what scripture says. We can forget the lessons that we once learned because it's more real. Have no fear. You're not the only person that has lost faith. You're not the only person who has had doubts. Think about Paul, and I wanna to talk to you today about people who have doubts, people who have had bad things happen to them, people who have faced literally death and doubted their circumstance, but always came back to God, always came back to Christ. And I encourage you today to think about these people. And I'm not talking about just random people. I'm talking about those closest to Christ. Think about Paul. There is probably no greater evangel evangelizer, evangelical, than the Apostle Paul. And think about what that man went through. Do you think Paul had all the answers? Do you think that he never doubted? Especially coming from where he has come from, especially from the persecution that he took part in, the persecuting Christians and followers of, of Jesus. 
You don't think that he had doubts? He was shipwrecked. Remember, he was bitten by a snake that was supposed to kill him. He was stoned. He was attacked. He was wrapped in chains, literally wrapped in chains. It's commonplace in those times when you were in jail that they would wrap heavy chains around your body. Think about rusted, heavy, linked chains, iron chains wrapped around your body permanently and then and then uh, locked together, locked in place. So you have this chain that's constantly ripping at your skin, tearing at your bones, weighing you down, every move just sitting on you. The pain and the blisters that occur from such torture. He was literally chained more than once, jailed numerous times. Did that stop him? Did that stop Paul from professing the risen Lord and all his greatness and all his glory? Paul writes so perfectly in so many letters about how he is a slave for Christ, how he is a prisoner for Christ. And regardless of what happens to him, he is going to keep the faith. He is going to run the race to the end. And he's going to keep the faith. That's how we should look at our lives today. That's how we should look at this pandemic today. Regardless of what's going on, we must keep the faith. Paul was betrayed. He was lied about by those who claimed to be Christian. Even after his conversion, even after his interaction with Christ on the road to Damascus that made that dramatic impact, that made that dramatic shift. As Paul begins his ministry, it's fellow Christians that try to denounce him. It's fellow believers in Jesus that try to turn Paul's followers against him. They try to mock him. They try to turn people against him. Is Paul swayed? At times he can be. You hear in the second letter to the Corinthians how down and out he is. We all reach a point in our lives where we tumble and fall. But eventually, we must recognize the truth. And that truth is in Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. That did not stop Paul from seeking the Lord and the destiny that the Lord had, had in store for him to make believers of many nations to be that evangelical out there preaching unapologetically, unrelenting. On Friday's podcast, we talked about the blind men who were told to be quiet when they shouted out for Jesus. And instead of being quiet, they, they shouted even louder. They had that faith. They had that unrelenting, unapologetic faith. Paul has this unrelenting faith 
where he goes into the synagogues, he goes into the churches, he goes into the communities as a stranger and professes the power and the love of the risen Lord. If he can do that, so can we. We are, not only can we, we are called to do that. We are called as believers in Christ to make believers of many nations, to stand firm in the full armor of God that Paul also talks so eloquently about and describes in detail. What about Peter? Peter's one of the first apostles. Peter's named the rock from Simon to Peter as the rock in which the church is founded on, ordained by Jesus himself. And as strong-headed as Peter can be from time to time, did he not deny Jesus? At a crucial time, after Christ has been captured and chained, Peter denies him. Peter failed to understand at so many points in Jesus's ministry. He was there for three years. And a common theme throughout this gospel, throughout all the gospels, is that Peter fails to understand Christ. He fails to understand the situation almost every single time. When they go onto the mountain and Jesus is transfigured, Peter wants to stay. And Christ tells him, this is not for us to hang around here. We have to continue the ministry. We have to continue the mission. When Jesus washes the feet of the disciples, Peter says, don't wash my feet. And then when Jesus tells him he has to wash his feet or else I'm not with, I'm not in you. Peter says, then wash my whole body. Still doesn't get it. Up until the very end. When Christ is taken in the Garden of Gethsemane, Peter wants to fight him. He fails to understand so many times and then he denies him right after that. He denies him not once, not twice, but three times. If you think you're the only person who doubts, if you think you're the only person whose faith can has been shaken or can be shaken, you are mistaken. Think about Thomas, doubting Thomas, also called Didymus. Even him in a room full of his friends, once Jesus is crucified, He's in a room, in the upper room, full of friends who all claim that Jesus has risen, that all claim to have eaten and drinking with Jesus. He calls all of these men liars. He does not believe them. His faith is shaken and he doubts in this moment. It's only until Jesus comes back and proves to Thomas that he is alive, that he is risen. Does Thomas believe? And Christ tells him, blessed are those who believe and have not seen. That's you and I. Blessed are those who believe and have not seen. Do you think 
that you're the only one who falls. Romans 3.23 says that we all fall short of the glory of God because we all sin. We are all in constant sin. Paul speaks about this, about the things that I want to do, right? I do not do, and the things that I do not do, I want to do. That's our fallen nature as human beings. That's the human condition, our frailty, our inability to see past our own wants, see past our own temptations, see past our own struggle. And in that blindness, we lose sight, literally, of Christ. We lose sight of the bigger picture. We lose sight of his love and his compassion. It's that sin through our thoughts and through our actions. But God brings us back. Ladies and gentlemen, God brings us back. He redeems everyone who places their trust in him. You may be fallen and this world is chaotic, most definitely. But we cannot allow ourselves to lose sight of the one in whom we placed our trust, Jesus Christ. We cannot disarm ourselves of the greatest weapon that protects us from this wicked world. Faith in Jesus Christ. Faith in Jesus Christ gives us strength, it gives us confidence, it gives us wisdom to conquer the trappings and the temptations of this world. The temptation to become depressed, to become nihilistic, to become full of despair because of this worldwide pandemic. It's not a good thing. But our faith in Christ should prevent us from going down this road of dis despair and depression and nihilism, of hatred, of anxiety, of our being overly confused and losing our faith. The economic calamity that's occurring right now can have understandably have you in, in full of anxiety and being scared. What I can tell you is that Christ will overcome all of these things. He tells us early on in Matthew to not fret about what you shall eat or what you shall wear, that God will deliver. Seek first the kingdom, and all these other things will be given to you as well. But when you seek the other things, you definitely fall short of the kingdom. So the message here today, ladies and gentlemen, is that regardless of what's going on around you, regardless of the anxiety you may feel, regardless of, you know, being cooped up in your house, if that's the case, regardless of being laid off 
from your job, if that's the case, regardless of the struggle that comes with homeschooling your kid now that the public school is out, regardless of whatever challenge, whatever obstacle that you're facing, if we lose faith that God has got our back, if we lose faith that he's going to save us eternally, if we lose faith that he's there to stand beside us, to lift us up in our time of worry, in our time of anxiety, on our time of desperation, in our time of despair, if our, in our time of depression, if we lose that, we've lost the key component, the key weapon against this wicked world. It leaves us handicapped. It leaves us disabled. It leaves us disadvantaged. We must keep the faith. If you put your faith in Christ, you put your faith in Jesus. If you believe in the words that are written in scripture, if you believe that God loved, so loved the world that he sent his only son, to teach us to sacrifice himself as ransom for many. If you believe these things, then we should speak up loudly and unapologetically. We should remind the world and those that we know that the risen Lord is here and he's got our back. He's going to take care of us when we can't take care of ourselves. He's going to free us from our own imprisonment. He's going to deliver us from this world, even when it seems to have us by the throat. There is no power greater than God. There is no pandemic greater than God. There is no person greater than God. There is no group of people greater than God. There is no government greater than God. There is no organization, no international body greater than God. When you have your faith, I ask that you don't put them in any of those things I just mentioned. I ask that you put it in God. You put your faith in Him. Trust in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit that it enters you, that it gives you peace, that it lifts you up in your time of despair, that it humbles you when you've gone out of control. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a blessed week. I hope you get out there and, and do something that you're passionate about. If you have the time on your hands, think about what makes you who you are. Think about the gifts that God has blessed you with. Seek them out and use them, not only to help yourself, but to help your brothers and your sisters, to help those less fortunate, to help those around you, to lift others up who may be down. 
the great thing that we've seen over the last few weeks is that average people like you and I have taken up the mantle of healthcare provider, of educator, of household maker, and a whole variety of other tasks that you and I and people like us, people that you know, ordinary, ordinary individuals that are taking it on themselves to seek solutions to problems that didn't exist four weeks ago. We have that power. We have that ability. Pray to Jesus to give you the insights of the gifts he's provided you. Use those gifts and use that faith to live a righteous life and to encourage others to live their righteous life. That's how we get through this all together. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees, all one word, dot com. Pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. If you want to continue to be a member of the Christian American Dialogue, log on to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, um, YouTube, Parler, TikTok, any of the social media platforms, seek out the Good Morning Christian America podcast on YouTube or any place that they have podcasts and um, subscribe to the Good Morning Christian America podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. That way you get updated. You get notified every Monday, every Friday when we come to you with this message, hopefully a wholesome message, hopefully an inspirational message, hopefully an educational message that you can take with you throughout the day, throughout the week, to your friends, to your family, to your loved ones, to those around you, to the people that you work with, the people that you work for. You can continue to spread the message of Christ. We are but one person, but the people that we interact with can multiply the Word of God. They can multiply exponentially. And that's what we want. That's what we see. More people spreading the right message. And the right message is a message about Jesus Christ. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys have a blessed week. hope you guys are attacking life. Even if it's from the inside of your own home, attack life. Pick up your phone. Pick up your tablet. Pick up your, your laptop. Go to your desktop. Put good content out there for everyone to see have that encouragement do not shy away from it speak boldly into into the world speak unapologetically in the name of jesus christ and the power of jesus christ if you do that i promise good things will follow follow you i promise you'll be inspired i promise you'll be rededicated and with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have a blessed week. Stay on fire for Christ. Until Friday, good morning, Christian America.